You're listening to the Disaster Party Podcast. What's up, guys? This song right here is called Inhibition of our latest EP, Blue Component. Here we go.
For, for joining us on the Disaster Party podcast tonight, I have Unsound Sunday. What's up, guys? Ooh, what's, what's up, up man? man? It's cracking. What's up, man? <laughs> so, I um, I heard some of you guys' music on Spotify and and stuff before. I heard you guys play at the Old Town Pub. Um, I remember I remember that show, but honestly, I was running around so much because I was hosting that event, I believe, and like. I was, um, I got to hear you guys a little bit, but I had to run to the back. I remember there was something going on where like, the, you remember, you know, the bouncer, Tiny, the guy from the old Tampa, that huge bald dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like right when you guys were playing, there's some drunk dude in the patio that was like, that was hitting on some girl and stuff. And he was being like really creepy. So Tiny was about to go back there and like fuck him up. And this was like all during you guys' set. <laughs> What oh, the fuck? Uh, Damn. So like I, I was like trying to like defuse that situation and oh, stuff shit. and like meanwhile I'm trying Damn, to listen to you guys and stuff and wow. like running Damn. back and forth and Tiny's ready to fuck this dude up. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. But, uh, dude, that's, that's wild, dude. Then when was I, this? That was like two years ago, maybe or three, right? Like yeah, the first Old Town Pub, right? Oh yeah. wait, yeah. Wait, the, yeah, first like, the first gig? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, because yeah. we were going on tour and that was like the very first stop. And then what happened was that when we when we did the show, I think some bands, like like the owner was like, oh, I got these bands. And then um, turns out that they all flaked out. And then they called you guys. And then um, I think that's when they were like, oh, hey, you know, you're down to do this. And you're like, yeah, we're fucking down. We just played a show, but we'll, we'll be down, you know, like coming through or something. Because you guys are basically like locals there, you know. And you guys helped us out from there. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then that's when, I guess, when we were performing, that all that shit happened. And that's wild, dude. That's, that's pretty wicked. We didn't know that. Holy Damn. shit. Yeah, so every time I, I, you know, think about you guys, I think of that night, you know? Holy oh, <laughs> shit. That's oh, fucking hilarious. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, dude, you guys have been busy, though. Like, I mean, I remember even then, like, I, that, that was the tour where you guys opened up for uh, the Plain White Tees, right? Yeah, and, and we also, we went to, like, Seattle... Portland, oh, that's dude, a, yeah, man, Portland. That was a long Washington. time ago, dude. Yeah, that, that was Seattle, that, Washington. Oh god, dude, you're you're bringing some nostalgic memories right now. Yeah, man. trying to go back to that that folder and uh, see. I think as far as the plain white tees, to clarify on, on mm -hmm. that, I think see, I don't know, I don't really know what was going on at that time because I think I was, I had just joined. I had oh. just joined the band with the yeah, yeah. I don't know, if, I, I don't know if they had opened up previously because I, I barely hopped on around that time. Yeah, because, see, that, funny funny story with that. So that tour was the very first time he performed with us because we, yeah. we had a, another drummer before him. Yeah. And when, you know, when we got that gig, basically, this was his first time. And then, and then from there, he just hopped on. Dude, and he, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that gig, okay, that's the gig, the first gig I played, right? And your drum set fell off the car, dude. Oh. <laughs> No, 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 wait. No, it wasn't. That, that, was, that was a different time. That, that was a different time. time. That was, no. not, that was no. a different night. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a different yeah, that I was thought it was that one because you guys did that little thing. Hollywood. That's when we played in Hollywood at that one bar that had all these different like doors and shit. Yeah, like that's the, the one that, oh, you're right. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. so want that back room. The gig that we played at this one, at your gig, that was my first time playing with Unsound Sunday. I will never forget that day. Caesar looked at me. He was so nervous. He was like, hey, dude, there's not going to be a lot of people. 
But you know, you know, we're just starting it. I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't give a fuck if there's one guy in there, dude. I'm gonna rock out with that motherfucker. And I don't care, man. But, uh, like that was my mindset from the beginning. I didn't care about crowds. I didn't care about the money. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, dude, let's fucking do this shit. Let's just do it. I don't give a fuck. Put me in front of a drum set. I'll beat the fuck out of that shit. No PAs, no monitors. I'll fucking put on a good show. Yeah, I remember I remember telling that is because he was so used to playing like you know at the backyard shows and, and it was just a bunch of dude. fucking young cats and yeah, dude. and it was like, you know, you, you know how it gets. Like I've been there before and I've done that, you know. But with this band, we never ever played a backyard show. We just kind of for some reason, we just kept it like always venues, bars, opening up for bands, you know, being on, on bills. And, and it was just wild because we, 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 we after, uh, as the band grew, we just didn't play any, anything like that. And it's not that we don't have nothing against it. Like if they offered it, like, yeah, let's do it. You know, like by, by all means, let's, let's fucking do it because those are always the fun ones too. But yeah. when he came in, he would just, dude, this fool was like always fucking throwing, up, throwing himself off the roof and shit, crowd surfing all crazy. Dude, I was and fucking crazy, man. Jumps crazy on fire and shit. Like, it was wild. So when he, when he joined the band, I was like, hey, dude, just to be a heads up, you know, I'm not too sure you're familiar, but, nah. we, we, you know, like, we, we're, we, we played, like, for one familiar, person dude. or five people or 30, but it just all depends on, you know. You're not familiar, dude. This is the case. This is what happened. It wasn't familiar. Because the thing is, I, I came from that time. I had come from another band. And with that band, dude, I shit you not, dude, to me, 100 people was normal. That was just a norm. 200 people, 300, dude, that was normal to me. I was already used to that shit. And when he was like, hey, dude, it's only going to be like a couple people, you know, this and this and that. And his leg was twitching. So I knew he was nervous. I knew, I knew he was nervous. His leg was twitching. I knew he was nervous. I thought, I thought Caesar. Was your leg twitching? Like, no, check, check it out, dude. Check it out. I, I thought Caesar. ADHD, that's why, dude. So, dude, that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> I thought Caesar, honestly, was worried that I was going to think, oh, fuck, these guys aren't doing shit. You know, band's not anything, or he. Pro I don't know what he was thinking, but I was like, dude, I don't care, dude. I don't care. I know what it's like to come yeah. from from the very beginning to to the top again. Because, dude, let me put you, let me put it this way: in my career as a musician, I've done that shit five times, where I've been to the top and I've come back to the bottom. And every time that's happened to me, I've become better and better and better. So I didn't care. I had a good feeling about it too. I said, hey, you know what? I should just do it. And it was a good time. I had a good time. Yeah. You and know? that's a humbling experience, too, to, like, oh, you know, yeah, get dude. to that point. Then, like, you know, start back yeah. from the bottom and stuff. It keeps you humble. Dude, it, not a lot of people would do it five times, man. Not a lot of people would do it. People would give up on the second try, maybe even the first one. I don't know why I kept doing it, to be honest with you, but I yeah. just did. Same I thing. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> even, <laughs> even with everything, like, like uh, we were talking about it last time that... Um, like I love what what Chris said that I had to go through so many like shitty experiences to get to where we're at now because mm -hmm. of all these things and, and and don't get me wrong like I met so many like like Chris was saying I met so many great musicians and they're still good friends of ours but they're like so talented they'll be a nam and and like fucking you know they're sponsored and all this crazy shit but the fact that you know they were part of this band but some of them were just looking for like the money or they wanted like the the right away like success and I'm like dude. Trust me, I, I kind of know, like, if we want to make it, dude, let's be, let's be a pop band, and trust me, we can make some catchy shit easily, easy, no doubt about it. I think everybody could do it, but 
because of what we're creating, we're actually, I think we're just kind of experimenting. And we know that our, our let's say our success or our goal for music is literally just to have fun, but we know that it's gonna take us 10 to 15 years to even make a bill, you know? Cause mm -hmm. right now, of course, like how even as musicians or everybody, we all know the struggle, dude. Like we have to, we have to pay for our own stuff. We know like nobody's, you know, giving us a loan or, you know, for yeah. all this shit, you know, wow, like we, we have to shit. work yeah. uh, for our shit. Yeah. But see, we're not bitching about it. We're just like, hey, we're, we have to do it. We got to do what we got to do because oh, this yeah, is what we love. It's an investment. It's an investment. It's there an you investment. go. And it, and it takes time, you know, like from where you met us and to like where we're at now. Like, trust me, when you met us, we were still doing really good things, but just kind of like we had that support, but just in a different version and then exactly. and then the way he came it was a different version too so oh, just the fact yeah. that we all kind of like met up and then linked up and then dude just, it, it just it was just it's a wild no, dude i'm gonna tell dude all right let me tell you something man because <laughs> like it trips me out thinking about because like you can't connect the dots looking forward only backwards right so i'm gonna take you back when i was 15 fuck dude that was like like eight years ago almost almost at nine when i was 15 i, I wrote down on a piece of paper i said I want to be in a band that they they got chops, they know technical deathcore, uh, uh, they can play different time <laughs> signatures, like everyone's really skilled and they're better than me, and then they push me. Dude, who would have known that seven years later I would be in that band? I wrote that shit on a piece of paper and I manifested it. I had to go through a lot of bad experiences though along the way. I met musicians that were totally not what I wanted, but I had to go through that because that led me to where I wanted, like had Caesar said, mm -hmm. like, oh man, is he still there? What happened, dude? We oh, lost him, dude. We lost you, dude. We lost him, bro. Oh, we lost you, dude. Oh, oh he's connecting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we lost you, guys. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, check it, it out. All I heard what, right now was like, I wrote on a piece of paper and then this froze. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, wait, it's, check, back. Check, it's back. Check it out. So what I was saying with check the piece of paper, is that I, I wrote down on a piece of paper the kind of band I, I dreamed of being in. Like, you know, and it took, it took seven years to get there. It wasn't easy. I had to go through a lot of bad things. I had to go through shitty band members, tyrants, people who didn't have their best interests, manipulators, people who used me for their, for their game of chess. I was a spoke on the wheel. Like, I, you know, it, it sucked, but I had to go through it. I had to go through it. But check it out, though. The way that I met Caesar, I will never forget. I used to play in this band called Paco and the Tacos. That name fucking sucks, dude. It sounds like a first grader wrote dude, that I, shit. Dude, I played with you guys a long time ago. Dude. Catch his name. Okay. <laughs> I feel sorry for you if you played for us, man, because, dude, that name sucked, dude. It was catchy, bro. I ain't going to lie. When you guys had that, it, was catchy, it, it worked. Okay. It worked well. Okay. Let me put it this way. I'll put it this way, bro. The name, I hated it because... It just, I didn't like it, man. I was like, dude, I don't want to be fucking 27 years old and be recognized for being a fucking taco, dude. That shit would piss me <laughs> off, dude. I'll get so mad. <laughs> taco, dude. You know, oh. but, you know, I was, I was 18 years old. I didn't I know any better. And look, look no, no, no. Yeah, let me Paco put it this way, dude. I was so, I was in a state of mind that I really <laughs> wanted to pursue music. I really wanted to pursue music. I had quit my job at In-N-Out. I used to work at In-N-Out and I quit my job at In-N-Out to do music full time. Full time, so of course I was. I didn't had. No, I had no other option, dude. That was the only option I had. So I had to stick with it. You see what I'm saying? See yeah. What I'm saying? So yeah, you know, dude, that that name though rem oh, just takes know. me back though. Oh, like you're, you're I, robotic, I used to play bro. with this band years ago. Robotic, bro. Uh, I played with this band called Pedestrian Strike, and 
that was oh uh, dude i remember the pedestrian years, strike but, like yeah, we were playing like a lot of backyard shows in Fontana and like San Bernardino. Like that's when like the red pairs were coming oh up. Oh my god, man! And all those guys. Yeah. And, like you oh, know, we dude, played no. with mini yeah, party exactly. in their backyard and all that. Like all those. Yeah, bands. that was part of when Mondo Paco was in the band. <laughs> I remember Paco and the Tacos. Though, like, and um, my friend Jonathan, he's in this band called the Deep Sea Divas. I think he played bass with you guys for a bit. He did play. You know what? John, Jonathan did play bass uh, for us. I think he was dating Christina at the time, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I do remember that. And, and you know what? No Dude, more, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it sucks, man. But you know what? You know, he was a, he's a really good bass player, dude. And, and let me put it this way, man. The, if it wasn't for, for me joining Paco and going through all the things I had to go through, man, I would have never heard of Caesar. And this, I remember the first time I heard of Caesar. This is what I heard. Paco came into the room and, and he had he was on Instagram. He's like, dude, man, fuck, man, this guy Caesar, dude, I swear he's gonna be like the next big thing. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> and he shows me this video of, of Caesar with his long ass emo hair fucking playing this song on a on the piano. And I was like, man, what the fuck? I was like, who's this guy, man? And then my first time actually hearing of Unsound Sunday was when we performed in Fontana. It, fuck, if I remember correctly, it was Merrill. It was on the Merrill Street, right? It was Merrill and like a number street or something like that. It was in this corner house, oh, and he had that. the drummer Robbie at the time, and I think he had a different bass player yeah, that's at the correct. time. He did. Yeah, and, and we, J- opened JD, up for, right? yeah, we opened up for Good Unsound Sunday. JD. I opened up for Unsound Sunday as Paco and the Tacos at the time. And I was like, damn, dude, this, this fucking drummer is sick as fuck, man. I was like, dude, this sounds pretty good. And I still have, I actually have a video of me performing that same day. Oh, you do? Yeah, and, 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 and Unsound Sunday is playing. And it trips me out, dude, to think that, fuck, like three years later, I would now be in that band. Damn. But see, it's even, it gets even crazier. Dude, Brian, mm-hmm. I had met Brian through Pac and the Tacos because he played in a band called Former Friends. Exactly. The, the progressive yeah. band. Uh, and and I think the reason we I, I, wait, you know what? I think we had met because we met at Sam Ash, right? Yeah, we were at Sam Ash, and, and I think he, he was always fucking with the the keys and shit. And yeah. me too, I was just like, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I just wanted to play, dude. What, you know? Like, no, you know, and he was always there. You no, know, it wasn't there at Sam Ash. We met up at. We met up somewhere else. I was taking off, walking down the street. It was like by AMC. It's not like a movie, dude. Yeah, <laughs> MC, and then you you were chilling. And I saw you. He said, "Hey, oh, it was at Ontario Mills." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Hey," yeah. and he was like, "Hey, no, fucking, is that Chris for fucking?" Yeah, dude. No, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And then you me. know what? I have another cool experience. We, Pocket uh, the Tacos, opened up for former friends at a house party for New Year's Eve. That oh, shit was yeah. crazy, that dude. That was fun. That was a crazy yeah. day, and and we I got closer to Brian, and after that things didn't work out with Pocket the Tacos. I ended up joining another band called Sundiver. And, you know, that was a whole different emotional roller coaster for me. And I still kept in touch with Brian. And then, oh man, it was probably like two years later or a year and a half later. That didn't work out for me. And then Brian, you know, I had just hung out with Brian at James Gaines in Upland. We were playing That's arcade true. games. And he was showing me some music he, had, he was writing. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this sounds fucking amazing. And then he was like, yeah, dude, well, you know, right now I- I'm kind of jamming with, with Unsound Sunday, with Caesar. I-, I-, I like it, man. He's like, it's different. We got, we got some cool shit going on. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> that's and he was, exactly telling, me, he was telling me, hey, check out our uh-huh. band, 
Fuck no, I didn't check that shit out, dude. Yeah, no, I did not. But, like, but I will say bag, one dude. thing, dude. <laughs> the, the, the lowest point of my life, dude, after I got kicked out of, like, sun, uh, Sundiver. I was going to say Unsun Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> out of Sundiver. I didn't realize. I, 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 I got kicked, I got kicked dude. out. It's already here. It was, it was some fucking <laughs> stupid ass. Let me put it this way, dude. It was some stupid drama. That could have been discussed and communicated, but because people decided to not communicate and go behind each other's backs, that's why the band broke up. So I got kicked out. I was fucking pissed, dude, because like, yo, dude, I just helped this motherfucker with getting good connections. I marketed the fuck out of this guy for a whole year. He was a nobody turned into a somebody, and he backstabbed me. I was like, fuck that bitch, dude. I was really mad, dude. I was really fucking pissed. Ouch. But... Well, shout that out was to Sundiver. A, honestly, dude. <laughs> shout no, no, shout out to him because, dude, that was the best thing that happened to me, bro. Yeah. I, when he kicked this me out, I will never forget that day, dude. I told him, I was like, yo, dude, I saw you as someone that I could look up to and respect, and you let me down. But you know what, dude? And I told him, I'm going to come back stronger, dude. And until we perform on the same stage again, dude, that's what we're going to call it even. And I'm not going to lie, dude, I've surpassed that, dude. It's way surpassed that, man. Because, dude, when I joined this band, dude, I had other opportunities. Mm-hmm. They were all fucking shitty opportunities and, and, and Unsound Sunday. I was like, you know what? There's something different about this band. That inner entrepreneur, that inner go-getter, that inner, like, there's something different about this band. I feel like it's going to go in a different direction is what made me want to stay in this band. And other things obviously, like, changed for me as well. Like, you know, obviously Caesar telling me shit how it is, Brian telling me how it is, and I definitely humbled up a lot more, dude. And then I stayed in this band, dude. Don't fucking regret it one bit. Best thing that ever happened to me. That 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 getting kicked out of Sundiver was probably the best shit that happened to me, bro. Straight yeah. up, 100%. Straight happened at a... And yeah, it's trippy, dude. I was it, thinking dude. about that shit today, too, man. I was like, dude, never would have met the Plain White Tees. Never would have collaborated with Iration. Would have nope. never opened up for Katsuoso's Miniature Tigers. Wouldn't have gone on a fucking tour. Mm-hmm. I would have never seen Jimi Hendrix's grave. Fucking Kurt Cobain's anniversary when we went on tour. Dude, I would have never done none of that shit, dude. Yeah. And I would have never scaled my business to where I'm at now had I not been kicked out. Mm-hmm. This straight up, 100%, bro. So I, I know about the iration thing, and that's one thing I was going to ask you about is, like, working with, um, I forgot, uh, what, what Tony. is he playing iration again? Tony. Tony. Trombone? Tony. Yeah, trombone. I, I suck with horn instruments. I just say I don't trombone. But, yeah, I know you guys worked with, with him. How did that happen? Yeah, Caesar, so Caesar funny enough, um, type of crazy, Caesar. interesting stories. Yeah, so it's like, hey, man, dude. Well, well, tell a story, Brian. Yeah, tell, yeah, tell yeah, a yeah. Story I, talk, like, I talk too much, dude. Okay, and like I love hearing Chris's voice too. <laughs> anyway, so like this guy comes up and says, "Hey, I met that dude from this band called Iration. So I guess they're pretty big or whatever." And so he's like, "Yeah, dude, the fucking the trombone player named Tony wants to collab on a tune." And he's like, "Oh, for sure, dude. Well, that sounds cool, dude." And, I guess that's how they met up and all that good stuff, right, Cedar? Yeah. Well, f- funny enough, like he had, he has like one percent, right? <laughs> no, <he's kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> like, like one point three percent. The way he collaborated, uh, we actually uh, collaborated with um, um, Dave, a plain white tees, the guitar player, and um, Eric uh, Burrell of TLB. That's Tom, uh, the singer of Plain White Tea. That's his side project, and he's the other guitar player in that band. And then Iration of uh, Trombone, uh, of, of Iration, um, Tony, Tony a Trombone of Iration, he actually, you know, we met up, and then we hung out uh, a couple of times. And then out of nowhere, when this whole pandemic thing happened, 
um, my mind goes crazy. And that was a time where, where the band and us were just kind of like out and just kind of not communicating with each other. It was, it was a rough time. It was because, like a post-breakup. Yeah, because um, we understand like the whole thing, with, the, the, the whole pandemic, we can't really hang out. You know, it was, yeah. it was serious at that, at that moment. And I'll hit yeah. these guys up and text them and be like, hey, dude, you know, uh, what's up? What's going to happen? And then out of nowhere, um, it just kind of, we're all kind of ghosting each other. And and for me, I, I feel like, damn, like, what's, you know, it sucks, dude. Like, we want to go play shows. We, we were super busy. Oh, and now we're was, like, we became so stagnant awesome. where, where uh, everybody kind of took their time. And and it, it's cool. Don't get me wrong, like, to kind of relax. But I, I feel like I'm like a crackhead, you know, because I'm like <laughs> always racing or I have to create music or I'm either I'm working 24-7 and then I'm still doing the band stuff. And then I have my life, too, with my lady. And I'm just trying to balance everything out. But then I found out that I'm like, dude, like I need to do something. So I started telling the guys, like, hey, let's this this create music, let's do this. And then out of nowhere, from that little time period, dude, I started sending files to uh, like them, to to all the people that we collaborated with, and they fucking loved the music. So then they ended up like just fucking jamming out. They had the time, and then start sending me files. I told the guys, and everybody was kind of still like a little lagging about like you know creating more music or whatever. And then I'm like, dude, these are big opportunities. So, you know, I ended up doing my solo project. And in less than a month, I made, like, 13, out, uh, 13, 13. songs. And, <laughs> and, um, and then from those 13 songs, then I got those connections. But from those connections, they, you know, they're really good friends. So they wanted to really make it with the band. So then, you know, I moved that towards the band because the band is my priority. Uh, and yeah. then I needed to do the solo project because it was, was kind of like my own self, like, you know, mentally, like, trying to... Uh, you know, release things because if I didn't, I feel like I was just gonna fucking blow up, you know. And then, and then when I see my guys, I feel like I'm like the diva because then I'm like <laughs> screaming at, not screaming at them, but just kind of like telling like, like, dude, come on, like, you okay. know, this, 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 and that. But now they understand that, like, dude, Caesar, like, like in our last um, um, podcast, like, dude, Aaron was saying, like, dude, Caesar already had like five albums ready, you know, and but we're just like barely catching up. It, it doesn't mean that they, they, they like they don't want to do it, just that hey, we want to perfect it, you know. But I'm I'm like this, I'm like just trying to speed up and stuff. Yeah. But aside all that, uh, you know, beside all that, um, that's how we met them, and then that's how we started collaborating with all these artists. And in our new album that's gonna come out, we're gonna have more and more fucking sick ass collabs with big artists, and and it's just wild, dude. Like mm -hmm. I can't believe that from all of our experiences, we actually. You know, somebody told me, like, you guys are actually fucking doing big things, man. Without you guys really? even realizing that you guys are, but you guys are just fucking brushing it off like uh, like it's normal, you yeah, know? Like, we're not yeah. even starstruck anymore, man. I think it's because, you know you know what? I actually talked to a good friend. His name is uh, Steve Guerrero, and he went to Kaiser High School. He's a sick-ass drummer, dude. He, he hangs out with people like Forrest uh, from the band Covet. And okay. dude, yeah, good, that, that's, that, guy, that guy Steve is fucking sick as very fuck, good dude. Band. But anyways, I, I was talking to him today. And, and that's something that he had mentioned, man, that when you don't get starstruck anymore, that's when you know you're getting to the top because you're, you're actually, you feel like you're at the same level as the professional. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that, that's true, dude. Like, even for us, like, we're collaborating with someone big. We're like, fuck yeah. You know why? Because we deserve it. We've been working very hard for it. Super I feel, hard. I, I feel, uh, I'll take that a little bit back just because it's not that we deserve it. It just means, like, I feel like we're just doing some, some, some stuff that yeah. other people like. And they're willing to do this because they want to do it out of their heart. And I think that's awesome because music, that's what it is. doesn't matter if you're fucking big or nobody. If you guys are meeting up because music is a universal language, yep. dude, that's Sensor, a beautiful thing, man. Like, we don't even, like I said, it's not that, uh, you know, and I'll take that, you know, 
it's not that that we're like fucking no, we're nobody. Nah. We're still nobodies. But we're the fact that the people, man. but the fact that we're just doing what we love and other people are appreciating appreciating like what we're doing. Slowly, at a like time. I think that's that's fucking epic. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's something beautiful because that's we're all creating something that we all want to become something. Yeah. In our own way, we're trying to reach a success, even though everybody's mindset is a different success but they all lead to the same thing yeah, so exactly. the fact that they're willing to do this and and you know like which is really we, nice of them yeah like just super take their humble, time like holy humble. shit like we appreciate that like yeah. how can what you know how can we repay you back and all they ask is like dude just fucking keep grinding we see you guys working you hard go. just fucking keep doing it you know like that's that's all it takes like like i told you for us we know it's gonna take us 10 or 15 years we already know that, so fuck, dude. Let's just keep grinding until something comes up, you know. Like yeah. we I don't, hard, we, don't we don't expect it, but if it comes, yeah. it comes. Exactly. And if it doesn't, fuck it. We're still enjoying what yeah, we're doing. Dude, you know? we're, we're just good at what we do, man. Yeah. Asking you shall receive, bro. That's just that's how it works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's just, that's all about too. Just you know, putting it into the universe and shit. Just like yeah. like you said, when you're writing that shit down and all that. Like I truly believe that puts that energy out there and stuff. And oh yeah, dude, you got. It's only a matter of time before it reciprocates. Bro, if if you can imagine it in your mind, and you can see it, you you can ma- manifest it into a reality, dude. And that's the thing with with a lot of musicians. And and it's great what Caesar was saying with the with um success. Everyone's definition of success is is different. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this way. When I was 18, dude, I was so stubborn, I was so impatient, I was so immature that I wanted to make it tomorrow, dude. And I remember, dude, uh, I, you know, especially for us, you know, when you you were playing and, and I was playing, that's when Kuko was fucking blowing up, dude. Yeah. And I remember that shit because I used to see Kuko play at the backyard shows and I met him personally, I met the manager personally, I know people that have been around him personally and the Michael Sayers and the Baines Worlds and all that. And I saw how they were blowing up, and I was like, dude, I want to fucking blow up fast like that. But you know what, dude? I'm glad I didn't do that. I did, I'm glad I didn't go that route either. And that didn't happen for me. Because imagine if I would have blown up fast, dude, I would have fucking crashed down even faster. And that's exactly what happened with Paco and the Tacos, dude. We blew up so quick, we had no idea what to do with that much success that it came crumbling down really fast. Yeah, that's definitely. Wicked. Well, we're gonna we're gonna continue this, but um, so for everyone listening right now and stuff, um, they already heard one of your songs. They heard your first song, um, the second song. We're gonna we're gonna take a little break so we can hear it. So, um, what what's the second song on you guys' set? So I think I believe it's um, I want to say it's hide, and um, yes, yeah. yeah. I hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Well, we'll be right back then. This next song is called Hide, and it goes like this.
cool so we're back <laughs> with unsound sunday um yeah we we're just talking about you know just putting energy out there and uh you know manifesting shit and things happening for us and we're yeah, talking about brian, just like man. you know yeah and um by the way i was i was gonna ask you brian um what's that man what was the band they used to play in i forgot the yeah, former said, friends former friends yeah that was did you guys ever play at a place called tone's house 
What? You like cut out right there. You went. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Did you guys ever play at a place called Tone's House? Tone's House. Uh, Where at? What city? I want to say it's in Granada Hills or something. Oh man, I can't remember that. Who's on the a lot of like the those like progressive bands and stuff back in the day. The hilltop, used to play there. the hilltop, right? You huh? said hilltop. No, you it's said... called Tone's house. Tone's it's literally house. like some dude's house. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where was it at. Like I still don't remember. Granada Hills. Granada Hills. Yeah, it was a Granada Hills. Maybe not, but I just I every time I, I would remember. go to this because uh, it was some guy who just built like a whole like little venue in his house and. He would always have like these, you know, this really cool like progressive bands and stuff. So I was just wondering, oh like uh, back in the day, like Touche and Moore played there, um, like La Dispute and stuff, like all those kind of bands. I believe like played there, but uh, uh, I have no, I have no memory of it. So I'm trying to remember, trying to come back on it. No, Maybe yeah. not. I mean, this was years ago. This was like 2010, dude. Like when I used Damn, to back, really in, back in 08, dude. No, nah, this is what the former friends was informed to like. 2016, 2017, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah. no there's another band called The Sailing Truth that was in around 2010, I, think, I believe. And maybe you had some pretty good shows. I remember like playing at the place right here on in uh, San Bernardino. I think it was called Stingers, right? Stingers. You remember Stingers? Stingers? I think it was San Bernardino or, or Redlands, one of those two. Is that like in Riverside, like downtown Riverside? or? I think so. I can't remember, but I remember playing a spot right there. It was pretty interesting right there. I think like a lot of those bands, like was that Date Remember and like Limbiscuit played there and shit like that when they were starting it. Fuck, dude, Limbiscuit. So. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I could be wrong. Gangsta. <laughs> but yeah, I kind I kind of have no memory of that at that place. Funny, funny enough, dude, with that yeah. band of former friends. Actually, form, oh, yeah. I formed that band He's before actually, yeah. he, he They're literally this. former friends now, bro. They don't talk to each other no more. Uh, <laughs> we're, all, we're all mad at guests. We're all former. I'm like, okay, well, shit, fuck. Yeah, like, I, I actually formed that band Stop before lying, he joined dude. this band. He's, he is actually yeah. right. He's, he's true. No, he's he real? did. Uh, he's yeah. real. He's not lying. Oh, yeah. No, you, dude, you no cap. Yeah, no cap. I'm going to send you this guy's I'm number. I'm going to send you this, this dude's number and freaking. Uh, hey, and hey, hey, what was your experience like meeting Brian? It was awesome, man. Nah, nah, don't bullshit me. No, no, no. It was bad. You might probably possibly like. So and then he was like, okay. Don't so lie, dude. Linked up. You told me hit the story. Up. I just wanted to hear it again. Hit him up. But I wasn't <laughs> interested in their music at first. I was like, <laughs> but my buddy X, Xavier, he was in, a, in that same band, uh, The Salient Truth, as well with me. And then he remember he just, he ended up joining that band. I was like, nah, I don't, I don't know about this group, dude. Like, I don't know if I could be, be a good mesh. <laughs> And then decided was like, oh heck, okay, let's go for it. And then I saw I saw them play at the Clash City Station, and that was it. And that's how they kind of I was like, oh hell yeah, this bass, the guitarian's really cool, and the layering's really cool, and the drums sound awesome. And then this is listen, okay, let's add like bass and drums to it, and see what we can do with it. Yeah. And so then having a singer hit this, the the bass player at the time and Chris, he was playing bass with with them, and then things kind of got sidetracked with his with his. His destiny, his purpose. So I just like, and then he ended up singing for us, and then decided to play bass for them. And then I'm just ever since then, that was that group. And then uh, like that said, going back to that show, tunes or was tune tunecore, tunecore. No, I just ended up. I don't remember that gig still. At that house, like Granada Hills. Well, Sounds familiar. Well, damn, dude. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy, like. How all these names just seem familiar, though. Like, 
mm-hmm. like Sun Diver. Like I remember yeah, playing I remember. with Sun Diver in a backyard somewhere in Fontana, most likely. Somewhere. Or maybe it was like <laughs> on the riverside, some big house. Like, some shit like that. I remember yeah, there was this backyard where yeah like it was this backyard where it was like this um like patio thing that came out and that's where like where the stage was and it was like this like little bonfire area on the other side but it was like on the whole other side of where the bands were playing so it was literally like everyone hanging out by the bonfire on the other side of the place and the band playing by themselves yeah it's like everyone was on the other side of the place like hanging out by the bonfire Dude, there's this one that. show. No, no, there's this Didn't one that house. Aerial View play on that some show like that. Nah, dude, there was one house, dude, in Moreno Valley, bro. I kid you not. When I used to play with Paco, oh man, I fucking would hate playing at this house. It was in Moval. It was some chick's house, and there was literally a gig there like every day, bro. Every day. Every wow. fucking day, man. And I That's was like, freaking. and I would tell him, I was like, dude, he's like, hey, we're gonna play Moreno Valley, and I was like, is it that chick's house? He's like, yeah. I was like. Oh. Like, dude, all kinds of shit would happen. Someone got pepper sprayed. Someone got stabbed. Someone blew up a fireworks. Someone got in a fight. It was a wow. horrible place, man. That sounds I hate, lovely, man. I hated that game. Sounds like man. a lovely time. And then there was this band. <laughs> I, I forgot. Ah, dude, I don't even remember this band's name, but they were, like, our fans, quote, unquote. And then, and then they ended up being, like, they started talking shit about us. I thought that shit was funny. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was just weird, man. It's all because of that one spot. So I really hated the playing there because it's so annoying, fun. man. It sounds fun, dude. Oh yeah. man, it was it was more funny <laughs> now that I think about it. I like it. Yeah, yeah that's a was... true fan though when they start talking shit. Yeah, those are the ones. Those are the real listeners. Yeah, they talk shit to promote. They're trying to promote. You know, that's the real listeners. They're the ones that listen to the music. They're the ones that they have to let it out some kind of way. Yeah, yeah, the first piece of hate mail I got, dude, I just like, <laughs> or like, you were not hate mail, but like the first, like, you know, just somebody messaged me just talking about how shitty my band is and my music and stuff. And I just like poured Sweet. a drink. I was like, I'm gonna celebrate. Fuck yeah. So it was the first, you know, the first Fan. hater that I've ever had. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, if you don't have haters, bro, you're fucking doing something. Well, wrong. if you don't what have haters, thing? you'll play it. Nice. Said, <laughs> what, is that, what is that thing you say, Chris? Yeah, like, everyone else be, is all like, talked you know, about and forgotten. You send them your music and they're like, yeah, it sounds good and stuff. And it's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, it's like what Brian was saying, dude. Yeah. It's like, uh, fucking, I'd rather be talked about than be forgotten about, man. Yeah. Straight up. Uh, that's straight up, bro. Well, gotta gotta advertise. I'm gonna be in the wind and the dust. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's talk about um. So you guys, you, you were talking about how you opened up for uh, Miniature Tigers and uh, okay. Katsuoso. Oh, I, I remember okay, that, that specific tour because uh, um, a lot of my friends. Well, I have a couple of friends that mm-hmm. are actually in Katsuoso, like Paul and the okay. um, well, Paul Katsuoso guy. He's a uh, he used to play in this band called Spoken Folks back in the day that um, we were playing. Like, they're from Montebello, and I used to live in Montebello for a long time, and I was uh, playing in bands over there and stuff. And uh, Gil and David, the uh, one of the synth players, and David's the bass player, um, mm-hmm. they're both in this band called the Black Beacon Sound, which we used to play together all the time. Like, they played, like, my band's, uh, like, album release party back in the day, like, over at a... What's that place called? Chicali Lounge or something like that in Monterey Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like just it was crazy seeing those guys blow up because it was literally like I think they dropped something on SoundCloud that it was just like, you know, Paul was putting together something and all of a sudden like it was just the next day, literally, it was like almost like, a, you know, 50,000 plays or something like that. Mm-hmm. And 
it was so crazy seeing how fast they blew up and like you know they're still doing it and mm. uh yeah but i remember like you know hanging out with them and stuff and they're saying that they're about to go on tour and minister tigers and shit so you guys were on that tour yeah mm-hmm. and, and and the cool story about that one is that um my lady actually showed me miniature tigers like you know she showed me the music and everything and at first i was like oh that's cool man but then i started getting really into it and at that time they haven't toured or played at any any place for like about 10 years so they've been you know you know just kind of you know, I, I believe they were still under creating. The yeah, they they were just still creating music, but just kind of under the radar. Mm-hmm. And after that, the first tour or the first show was at the uh, San Diego and um, at the Soda Bar. And right there, when me and my lady went, um, funny story that when we got there, we were over here drinking and shit. And then we saw like a like a small little post on Instagram, uh, and Mitch Tiger said, "Hey, like, is there any guitar text? You know, here at this, you know, at." Uh, at the show that we're gonna play, if you do, hit me up and blah blah. blah. And then me, I was just like, oh shit, well, what's, you know, I told him, like, hey, what's up, what's wrong with your guitar? And then he's all like, oh, my guitar gets out of tune. And then I already told him, hey, dude, do you have a strat? He's like, yeah, I already know what the problem is. And if you want, I could fix it. He's like, oh, for sure. So then he invited me and my lady to go inside and fucking fix his guitar. And so I was the guitar tech that night. And, yeah. and yeah, so it was tight because in that show, I ended up fixing his guitar. And then he was like, dude, that's fucking sick. He's like, hey, I got two tickets for you. I'm like, nah, dude, we already bought the tickets. You know, it's good. You give them to somebody else, whoever wants to come in, you know? Yeah. And, and then it was tight because um, when I was fixing his guitar, he actually took a, I didn't know, but he took a picture of me and my lady because my lady was holding the flashlight and I was like, we're fucking fixing the guitar. Yeah. And then he, he asked me, like, hey, dude, like, so you know about guitars and stuff? Like, are you in a band? I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm in a band. Uh, it's called Unsung Sunday. He's like, oh, okay, for sure, man. And then I guess on his, on his Instagram, he posted, like, hey, fucking Caesar saved the day. Check out Unsung Sunday. Make sure to follow him, all this stuff. And then after they, they get that, he was fucking, everybody was so stoked. Everybody like, hey, good shit, good shit. So we were there, they were doing, you know, we were there when they did the sound check and all that crazy stuff. And then after the show, like, he came out and he dedicated a song to me. And then he told me, hey, Caesar, like, I, I want to tell you that um, next time when we come back here and play, like, play here, I want you guys to open up for us. And they were like, oh, yeah, for sure. But once, I feel like once you, you tell somebody that, dude, you, it's like, you, it's at that moment and then you forget, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then when we were chilling one time and then boom, hey, guys, I got an email. Hey, dude, we're going to fucking up for, open up for these foods. We're going to, you know, like, uh, the tour and everything and and at first I didn't believe it because I'm like, no way, like, that's crazy. And sure enough, yeah, we opened up at the same spot, Soda Bar and was Katsuoso and, and fucking, it, it was epic, dude. Like, it's crazy because their music is very mellow, chill and, and just kind of like vibey, you know? And what we hear yeah. fucking going ham and when we play yeah, there, dude, like everybody's faces were just like, they're like, what, what the fuck, what the dude? Fuck what the fuck are, are these what guys? Are they? Yeah, what like, are they? like that. It was, it was packed, bro. Like that. That's that. Super venue packed. Was like, the brim, dude. Yeah, almost like sold out, dude. And and when they when we started, Damn, everybody was like, dude, what the fuck, dude? Cause they were just they were expecting just like Katsuoso and Miniature Tigers, not us, you know. And then yeah, dude. And that's how we came about. And you know, they're really good friends, and they know who we are. And I remember that show too. He he actually uh, Charlie he drew a picture of me and my lady. As a thank you, you know, like, like, you, like, I don't know. It was just fucking cool, man. Like, it was That's just, cool. it was dope, dude. Like that experience, the whole experience. And my car took a shit that day too, and it was, <laughs> it, was it was like bad, dude. Like, bro, for me, I was, I was stressed out, but hey, it was a fucking great show, man. What ended up happening with that car? What happened? I took it home like that from San Diego. I was like ten, was, was dude. I was going ten. 
It was um, it was yeah, it was, it was a whole motor. Did you dude. take the straights. The engine, the engine just fucking blew out on me, and I was going. I went home from San Diego all the way to uh, fucking San Bernardino, um, going ten miles per an hour, dude, and it was crazy, dude. <laughs> what it took the me fuck? like how long yeah, did it take you? It took me like six hours to go home. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, it was scary, dude. Like that was <laughs> one of the scariest things. <laughs> and I still went to the show like that, dude. <laughs> and all yeah. these, yeah, dude, it was wild, dude. Man, I can't. I can't imagine like playing it, a dude. show and just knowing like how the fuck am I gonna get home after this? Not, dude, not even hey, that, check this dude. out, dude. It was my lady, and I had my three fucking do- oh two of my dogs with me, dude. So, my Cody Buns and and Koa, they were in a car. We're all going so slow, dude. It was so <laughs> sad and scary, dude. Like fuck. Like the Flintstones. On the they had fucking Flintstones, <laughs> dude. What with the fucking road. feet, dude? <laughs> Damn, dude, and he, he arrived to the gig like yeah, that, too. Yeah. He's like, he, call, I, he called Aaron, I think. Caesar, he's like, dude, dude, my car's fucked up, dude. He's stressing now. He was getting all fucking all stressed out about the gig. And no one knew, man. No one knew. No one in the audience knew that shit. They just thought, they just assumed that we were already there, ready and prepared. But, nah, dude, there was a lot of bullshit yeah, happening in the background. Yeah. The adventure part of the story. Yeah. I mean, a, ba- a band is truly not a band until they have their first, like, breakdown with the car. You know <laughs> no, I mean? dude, like, oh, we had a lot of shit happen, man. Like, a, a lot of shows, too, you know? Even on tour, man. Like, it was fucking wild, man. It, it's but, a rite oh, of passage, shit. dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, tour was crazy. Uh, so with everything going on now with like covid and all that shit and like did you guys have anything like planned before the, all this shit started happening or like anything like any well, actually, tour dates yeah actually yeah we did remember we were gonna go tour with this guy named ollie funny story with that guy man that uh-huh. cat so we met him in hollywood and actually tom is, is so cool man uh, so tom from the plain white tees when they're in town dude the fool hits me up he's like hey where you guys at and we'll hear fucking practicing and shit. And we're like, what the fuck? What do you mean? We're practicing. And it's already late, like eight or nine. Yeah, about and, ten. And, yeah ten. And then this fool's like, hey, come through, you know, because they're having a show in L.A. And then we always hang out with them and see, like, this is like, like, just stuff on the, in the low yeah, key, that, you know? That was cool, man. And, and, Tom was tired. Yeah. And then so we go over there and just kind of hang out with them. And then um, what, like, we went to this, this uh, place. We played there. Um, uh, it was called. Um, satellite, right? Not the satellite, no. Molly's Saloon or something Molly's, like that. Molly's, that one with the curtain place with the curtain Yeah, rooms. yeah, and yeah the, I, with that, with that I, Russian dude or that guy that was, like, giving us a hard time. He was a sound guy. He was giving the hard time. But once we played, like, dude, you got that fucking sick, man. And remember, like, like <laughs> kind of. That guy that was being a dick. And then you were just, like, kind of chill about I, I, I it. Don't, I don't think I was in the band at that time. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you, you were, were boo. You were in the band already. I don't, I don't remember that, dude. I don't remember. Yeah, that. it was downstairs. Oh, the, anyways. Oh, downstairs. Yeah, it was downstairs. Yeah, that place. What place was that? At the whiskey? Ma- the whiskey. No, not, not the there. whiskey. The the other one, the Molly Saloon or something. Molly like Saloon. Is that like in Long Beach or something? No, no, no it's, it's like in downtown. Hollywood. It, and it was downtown. Like it downtown. It's oh, you're downstairs. talking about is a uh, oh, what's fuck? What's that place called? Um, Molly Malone's. There you go, that one. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and then, so we played it before, and oh, then when yeah, and yeah. then when when Tom um hit us up, he's like, hey, I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go, just kind of hang out, and do this, and then we're like, all right, for sure. So we went. 
And then we, you know, we met up with him, and then we just kind of chilling. And then we met this guy named Ollie. And dude, when he performed, everything was tight. And out of nowhere, dude, some shit just went down. Oh, dude, we started fighting. Yeah, everybody started kind of getting down. Got, and then, and then, we and then escorted me, Tom. Yeah, like we started grabbing Tom and my lady and Ollie. Yeah, like, hey, we, get we behind were in a me, dude. Single file line. Yeah, like, hey, get behind me, dude. I got you, dude. I was ready to fuck up people. Yeah, like, I was so man. stoked, dude. I, I, that, pull, I pulled the uh, uh, Zio because yeah. she was gonna get hit, man. I pulled Zio to the side. And I was like, dude, we're going to start fucking getting down, dude. Yeah, For Ali outside. I was like, dude, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but fuck it, dude. We're going to fight. Yeah, and then <laughs> after that, like, when once we started getting this was back and Tom and, and everybody, you know, like, we're just kind of keep everything, you know, try to try to make everybody safe. And, and if I have to fuck up somebody, I'm fucking down, you know? So we were doing that, and we walked them out. And then from that moment, Ali's like, man, dude, thanks for having my back. I don't fucking know you guys. But then I'm like, yeah, dude, for sure, man. We're like, dude, fuck it. It was a good show, blah, blah, blah. And then these fools fucking left Tom by himself, and yeah, we're like, like, "Hey, bye, Tom." They didn't say bye. Yeah, they, didn't they, say, they were just like, <laughs> and, the and then me and Tom, and we're just like, "Hey, dude, well, fuck, dude, we'll walk you to your car, dude. No worries, man. We got your back." And it's like, "Yeah, for sure, whatever." And we start going, and then that's how we met Ollie. And then, and then from that moment, and then we start talking after that because I think he, he he ended up getting my phone number or whatnot. And then um, once we, you know, he started talking to me, like, hey, hey we're going to go tour in, in, in New York, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, um, fucking Chicago, and, and all these places over there. And then he told me, if hey, we're down, to do it. And we're like, fuck yeah, let's do it, man. So we were going to plan it for the time when we had uh, the COVID thing happen. So we had to postpone it, and then we ended up doing it because, of course, COVID thing happened. And, um, yeah, so we're still talking, and, and whenever everything, you know, opens up, then most likely we'll be touring everywhere, all United States. So we're pretty uh, yeah. excited. It's yeah. Crazy, man. Yeah. That's yeah. We, that's what. That's the so, thing that we had. So unreal. Looking, sometimes looking forward to it. Yeah, dude. You gonna join us or what? Oh, dude. F, I'm so down, dude. I, I have I have three bands right now that I can go on tour with you. <laughs> oh, sweet, sick, dude. Yeah, well, let's do it, man. More the merrier, dude. More yeah. So yeah, dude. Whenever, whenever we're figuring it out, like I just man, I I miss shows so bad right now. Like that's honestly, I feel like what you're saying earlier, Caesar. Like you know, you just feel like. You feel like a crackhead. You're just like just trying to start up all these projects. That's why I joined like two bands. Like while this happened, I was playing bass with this other band and stuff for a while. That we, you know, I helped like put together like the song. I helped structure the song for them and stuff. And they, you know, put it out. Played some live streams with them and stuff. And then I was just doing so much shit that they're, you know, one day they just told me like, hey, like. You got like a lot going on and stuff, so like they pretty much kicked me out because I, oh, man. I, I just had too much <laughs> shit going on. It was good for me, honestly. Like, and, and plus I'm starting up the podcast and all that too. And like, you know, I'm always like I double book a lot, and that's something like I'm really trying to work on. Like today, I was supposed to have a band practice, and like I totally forgot about you know talking to you guys and stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. So I I talked to my friend Rudy, which Rudy's the co-host. He's um. Mm -hmm. He's in a band called Mexico City Heartbreak, and uh, mm -hmm. he's um, he actually comes on the show with me a lot most of the time and stuff, and like helps interview and all that. But yeah, like I've been playing bass with his band for a while now, and and uh, we're excited, dude. Like we're we have some stuff coming up that you know we're supposed to record with this producer that like, dude, he um this producer like uh, he worked on uh the spongebob like soundtrack for the first movie what the fuck nice yeah nice. and like but he also like worked with like the mars volta and Ooh, shit and, like um mars the volta. studio nice. that we're gonna be at was originally elliot smith's studio mm -hmm. and uh just 
you know, just a lot of history there and shit. But like he randomly worked with like Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> what the fuck? Nice. Yeah. So like, you know, just some cool shit. And uh, but like, yeah, well, shout out to Mexico City Heartbreak and Rudy. He's a really cool nice. guy. And shout out. I think you guys Rudy. would like like his style of music and you guys like I think it would really go well together. So I'm, okay. I really look forward to booking a show, hopefully with you guys and, and them like somewhere down the line. Nice, dude. We we appreciate it, man. We appreciate the love, dude. Thanks, man. No, thank you, man. Yeah, man. I mean, one thing I've always liked about you guys, too, and, like, especially, like, after, you know, sending me, like, the the live session and stuff, which, by the way, um, shout out to you guys, because everyone that's going to be listening, I just want them to know that I had nothing to do with recording any of that music. (laughs) That was all these guys. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) so, yeah, dude, but it sounded great like honestly those live recordings to me were like some of like the some of the craziest shit i heard from you guys and i know that you guys have that recording is on spotify too but it's just something about it live like like mark like your bass tone was like mind-blowing to me like i wanted to ask like what yeah. what exactly are you using like what pedals and stuff uh, it's are you like using a lot of these freaking like old-timer pedals from like the 70s funny enough I have like a lot of utility pedals that go in front of the instrument, like as far as like having an EQ, a compressor, and a, and a gate, so you get rid of all like that pickup hum when you like trying to get the sound like to not like get too much noise flares, what they call it, when you have all that buzzing going on the speakers. So the whole goal is to not like get the, all that noise to come out. You just want the pure guitar what it sounds like. Yeah. So I have like a lot of those like those MXR, like I think. MXR, those like old school ones, like those 1970s ones. Like yeah, he has nothing but vintage. They're years, all old man. school. Everything. Like his pedal board is literally the whole stage. <laughs> like we yeah, can't even walk around. That's, dude, that's the that's the crappy part about those pedals. I mean, as far as like, producing that fat. tone and sound and fatness that you know everyone wants to achieve, you gotta sacrifice and you know carry some of that freaking hunk of chunk of metal, dude. You know all those aluminum cans that are in there, <laughs> and you gotta yeah. carry those things around with you, trunk man. Trunk. Yeah. And they do take a dump on you when you least expect it. That's the oh, thing. Yeah. That's what happened going back to the Old Town Pub show. Oh, I don't know how you, we're going back to that. And that's wh- exactly what happens. Like every gig <laughs> Take a shit, huh? takes a dump. So one, it just takes one piece of plug or uh, a, a, a plug not working right for it, the whole thing to not work. And that's it. And it's, it's already trash. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so everything has to work, you know, yeah. as a one as a whole. But it sounds, when you get the sound to come out, it's, it's a really beautiful sound. And it's really, you feel it. Yeah, Brian has a has a old school soul, man. Like he, uh, yeah, that's he exactly has such a vintage like all his gear, dude. And and the new stuff that you heard, yo, Brian is fucking wicked, man. He's playing bass and now he's using dude, in the back right stupid, here. Dude. He has a he has an organ here, old school Yamaha HX1. Yeah, and in the back, he has a a fucking mini grand piano that's an electric. What yeah, is it? Yeah, it's like this piano that's behind you, behind Chris right here. It's a uh, a Yamaha grand piano from like the 70s. It's um, it's an electric grand. Yeah, it's electric. It's Actually, electric funny grand. enough, it's like a guitar pickup in a sense, where each every string from 88 keys has this little little fine pickup. Everything's wired together, and it goes all the way down the whole the whole soundboard, and that's that replaces that soundboard on the real piano is having those pickup systems they call Paizo, I think. But that it makes an interesting sound when you when yeah. you get to come out. Like that, like the whole recording that you heard, yeah. like it's, it's it's all live, you know, like and it's so cool. That's one thing that we do try to make sure that whatever we record, yeah, we could do it live. We can, we you know? can like produce it's it not, as it's a not, person, you know, us not 
doing it. You get me? Like, hey, just give it a shot and just fucking do it. And and if we could do it, we'll do it. And then you start seeing our rig. You're like, oh, that explains why, man. Chris over here playing drums mm-hmm. and has keys and fucking, you know, crazy shit going on. And Brian's doing all this crazy shit. Yeah, dude. So, even Caesar's upgrading. Yeah. Like, for, dude, honestly, we all started in this band as just, it was just... Caesar playing guitar, just Aaron playing guitar, you know, just me playing drums, and Brian just playing bass, and he had his foot organ, you know, he had yeah, his, his foot organ, but I saw that, I got inspired, and then that turned into me getting the foot organ as well, and then that turned into me using, you know, my my tape delay, then that turned into the freaking singing in the band, then that turned into using the keyboard, and next thing you know, I'm like fucking Neil Pert, just freaking... <laughs> It's a keyboard <laughs> version, you know? Yeah, it's wild, dude. Yeah, it's, it's weird, man. I can't even explain it, man. Like, honestly, like, to whoever's listening out there, man, if you don't come to the live gigs, man, fuck, dude, you're missing out. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Yeah, that's man, that's it. all I got to miss out. Just, I miss out. That's all I got to say, <laughs> man. Like, that's all I got to miss out. That's all I got to say. That's that's all I gotta say. You, yeah, it's you know, funny I, you bring up Neil Peart, too, because, like, I was gonna, I was just about to say, like, you know, that, what you guys were explaining with that setup, it kind of reminds me of, like, how Getty Lee kind of has that, like, you know, when Getty yeah. Lee, like, plays, yep. like, bass, but he's also playing, like, some, like, so synthesizer true. with yeah, his yeah, feet. That, that, that was another inspiration going back to as well. Yeah. Like, a lot of that old-time, like, like dad's rock, you know, dad's yeah. rock music, you know, he's like, oh, shit, it's fucking cool still, you know, it's like. It still holds its course after for so long, you know. After like, yeah, it's timeless, dude. Timeless music. Forty years of plus, and just like how are people still listen. Mind blowing, dude. Yeah, super cool, man. You know, it's cool. You know what? That that makes me think of the gig, like we played what, it was in November, Viva La Boba. I think that was like the first time we actually got to perform like a. In a while, huh? Yeah, like, we yeah, performed it's, it's after right. a while, That's but right. it was remember it was the first time we played the set how we wanted it to. Like yeah. we first played mm-hmm. the intro from the self-titled album, then we played uh, "Taking Echo," and then "Taking Echo" blended into the next song, and it was just like a timeless piece. Like it was just, it literally sounded like the whole set was one song, mm-hmm. and that was the first time we got to perform that live, and we got to test it in front of a lot of people, and we got a good reaction from it. Like it was funny, man. Like. You know, there's people, you know, walking in with big dick energy and then they walked out with small <laughs> dick energy and they were like, fuck, dude, like, where the fuck did you guys come from? It's like, hey, man, we're just a hidden jam, dude. That's it's, it. Yeah, you're right. We're a hidden jam. That's it. <laughs> uh, just do what we love, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure you feel the same way, you know? Yeah, you just man. do what you, you know, you love and yeah, if people I mean, like it, really they cool. like it. Yeah. I love, I really love the guy, the sound that you guys are coming out with because it's, oh, it's you, definitely different and it's... It's different, but in a way, it's kind of like nostalgic. Like it, it okay. brings back shit. Like because, like you know, okay. I it, it brings me back to like kind of like Rush and like I kind of get like a Frank Zappa vibe and stuff oh, too. Nice. But then at Frank the same Zappa, time, you guys have like school, you know certain like electronic, you know like uh, certain like electronic beats and stuff, and like you incorporate like uh you incorporate some like i don't even want i don't want to say techno but you know what i mean like yeah some like, like that pre, pre-produced that kind of like stuff mm-hmm. and it's really cool the way you guys mix it and stuff and like the fact that Sweet. what blew me away so much about it was the fact that you guys made that happen live you know mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. and I, I was really blown away like hearing it i was honestly i was expecting to hear like an acoustic set from you guys and then like you know you sent that and i was just like uh, I, I was definitely like geeking out on it so like nice. i'm really excited yeah, to see what else you we're honored yeah, dude Dan, thank you man. No, thanks, man thank you dude it means a lot dude definitely. see like that it just 
the fact that we're able to change one person's perspective on on just like wow that's that's incredible dude it's awesome man because that means a lot because that shows us that see what we do we just we're just doing our thing and look how it impact a a person you know and it's even cooler too because like dude you've seen i mean i i'd say from so so much for my part like dude he saw me playing two different bands and now you're seeing me playing the third band, and I'm pretty sure you're like, damn, dude, like this motherfucker Chris has really progressed as he's gone through music, you know? Because I could have been another musician that just faded out, could have gone that route, but I chose not to, you know? But it's crazy, like, you know, how much you and me have crossed paths too, like throughout the years and stuff. Yeah, and, no, that's a trip, yeah. dude. That's a, that trips me out, man. That is a that's why, like, I was, I was in those backyard shows right there with you and stuff. Yeah, and, like, small worlds in the You know, jumping off the roof into the crowd and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember that <laughs> shit, but like, I'm too kind of old for shit, that dude. shit now. But yeah, oh, now, now, now when you jump, you're like, oh, my back. Yeah. Oh, my, my hip it's replacement. Like, not yet, dude. It's like, oh, that's not nine yet, dude. It's Yeah, dude, those are good times for that time. Those were good times, man. They're in the past now, but definitely with Unsound Sunday. I mean, things are def- – I would say definitely now they're changing more, more more rapid than what it was before. I think COVID was the best thing that ever happened to the band, dude, because, you know, to any musician out there, it's, it's, it's really testing everyone's ability to see who's really about it and who's not. Because with COVID, you could just be like, ah, well, you know what? We're on a lockdown. We don't have to practice. We don't have to record. We don't have to do that. But then there's the other bands that are like, hey, you know what? This sucks. We can't perform anymore. But let's perfect things that we're not good at. Social media, the, the image, you know, the music. Let's record another album. Let's practice more. Let's perfect yeah. our craft. You know, that, that's what's going to separate the weak from the strong. And I feel like once this COVID thing is over, dude, new genre is going to pop out for sure. I'm already predicting it now. There's going to be a new genre. Something different's going to pop off. And then bands that sound exactly similar in that genre, they're going to start forming, and then we're going to have a new wave. I feel like the indie wave that we performed at, it's dead, dude. It's not, it's not a thing no more. It's not. There's, there's something new that's going to pop out. And when it does, dude, it's going to fucking pop out strong. Because people yeah. are going to be pissed, man. The people are pissed. They want to fucking go to shows. <laughs> yeah, they're bored. They want to do shit, you know? That's the whole hype of everybody. Like, here in California, I feel like a lot of, like, what you get what we're talking about is like everyone loves to go to shows, you know, especially right now, the whole COVID just like kinda dissipated all of our, you know, our daily activities that we have this week, you know, we're gonna see this rap group or see this indie band or cumbia band or whatever. <laughs> cumbia so, band. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know, it's like whatever, whoever band or that you want to see, metal. So a lot of that stuff has like been like down to hiatus and due to COVID, it's like, oh, it feels like so long ago, but now it's like, oh, it's it's here now, you know, we're you know, we have to do what we have to do to take care of all of ourselves. We're all being tested, like Chris said, and it's true. We're all yeah. being tested. Everyone yeah. is. We're just being, yeah. And, of course, like, careful, too, you know. We're not fucking partying and yeah. shit, you know. Like, oh, it just, course. you know, we're making sure, like, hey, you know, we're, we're you know, we're taking the precaution of washing hands before, you know, we come here. Or, like, hey, you're fucking feeling sick. Don't hand even come here, dude. Yeah. You know, hand sanitizer. Yeah. Like, everything we do, it just, it's our, it's our little circle. And it's only left four, you know, and... And the fact that, you know, at the beginning, yeah, we did, we were cautious about everything. And still to this day, we still are. Um, and the fact that we're progressing now because of technology, 
you know, we thank it because, see, now, now we're able to do these things, you know. We can't be there physically with you, but look how we're still doing things. You get me? We have to find ways mm -hmm. to still progress. And not only, uh, you know, we're helping each other, but just kind of growing together as a group and still giving people what they want and in a sense of, like, seeing us be active, you know. And same thing with you, like, you know, you're experimenting with different things, so it's helping each other just grow. And that's the, the beauty of all this stuff. Well, definitely. I mean... And uh, honestly, I think you guys are going to be helping helping me out more than I'm going to be helping you with this podcast because <laughs> I'm sure you guys have more people to promote it to. This podcast is still brand new. And uh, I've been putting out some ads on Facebook and stuff. One video I put out, and it's funny because it's just like the, the intro for the, for the podcast. It got like 8,000 views. Nice. And I, was, nice. I was like, oh shit. So, I, I mean, that's pretty cool, but it's literally just for like the intro. It's just literally like me going, you're listening to the Disaster Party podcast and shit. And then, <laughs> it's catchy. It's yeah, but it's cool. Like, I, we, even us, like, we're, dude, we're, we're super stoked just to do this with you, man. Mm -hmm. Like, we have a lot of podcasts coming out that we're, we're doing, but the fact that we're able to help you out and, and see, like, how you said, like, you know, I think we're helping you out and dude that's fucking awesome dude that you you know if it's all this thing is starting off look how cool it is that we're we're gonna do it together you know who knows once you start even getting bigger and you're like hey you guys want to come back fuck yeah dude let's do it dude yeah. you know like now we have more stories to tell you you know like we could fucking talk for days if you want yeah. you know yeah, yeah but we have hours of content yeah, dude, we're just fucking. But you guys definitely got to come back so you can come here in person. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, oh, yeah, definitely. We'll play you in a, 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 a super exclusive acoustic just for you. <laughs> Acapella. <laughs> just just serenade me in my garage. It sounds oh, good. There you go. You're nice. not even down with that, with that nice couch you're sitting on. Well, dude, speaking of serenading, you guys have one more song, and we're gonna actually cut away so we can uh, so we can hear it. But uh, we're coming right back, so. Stay tuned. Check out this uh, this last song, right? Mm -hmm. So the last yeah, song, yeah, tune it's in. A blue blue component is of our latest EP. Oh, our, this one's in. this one's really lit. So stick around. All right, sick. <laughs> Cheers. All right, so this is our last song called Blue Component, and it goes like this.
So you, you guys, uh, What's now up, everybody? have experienced Unsound Sunday in their live setting, and you can't go to <laughs> shows right now. You know you can't can't go out and experience it. So what better way, you know, than to experience it from home? Actually, yeah. um, I I made a similar point with um while promoting my friend's band called uh, Moon in the Milk, and you know I said like. It, what better way to enjoy a live set from than from the comfort of your ho- own home on the toilet taking a shit watching on your phone or whatever <laughs> you know? So exactly. there you go. You guys have now experienced Unsound Sunday. You can find them on Spotify and iTunes and what like Google Play, Napster, Tinder, right? Bumble, Grinder, Amazon, Brazzers, Grinder sandwiches, dude. <laughs> Our music is licensed to uh, Red Tube. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I no, heard yeah. uh, Pornhub took off uh, like bands. Did you hear? Because you know how bands were like putting their music up on Pornhub. What the oh, fuck? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Like, there's some bands that were like blown up from that shit. Because what? I mean, if you think about it, like, you know, what's like, what's the most visited websites? Like, True. Pornhub is up there, dude. Like, you know, like wow. if you. There's like That's what, like boring. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all that shit. But then like Pornhub like surpasses all of it. Like more people in the world go on Pornhub than they do Twitter and like Instagram. Yeah. And oh, so wow. like, I, I believe it's it. smart when you think about it to put your music up on there. 
but I think yeah, I think they just passed something recently that they took all of it down, so now you can't put music up on there no more. <laughs> what the that's man? Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's interesting format to Damn, put music man. Damn man, we were too many. It out no, 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 there's so many ads <laughs> on, 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 on the app, man. I'm gonna go. <laughs> my computer my computer, computer. <laughs> computer. you guys could have capitalized off of that shit you, you missed your chance damn oh, it dang. maybe Fuck. maybe next year Gr- next maybe grinder ne- oh well <laughs> grinder but uh um, yeah so, gay. <laughs> so what what else you guys got going on what can we look forward to i know you guys got a new release coming out hey uh, oh, there's gonna be a fifth mentor member uh for uh unsound sunday there's gonna be a baby coming up. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. if you guys don't know, um, Aaron, our guitar player, he couldn't make it um, today, but um, he is actually gonna be a papa, a papi chulo. That means I'm an uncle. Yeah. And so yeah. So he's gonna have his baby. Um, well, his lady's gonna have his baby. Tomorrow? Yeah. Um, <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he couldn't make it. I guess he's having a baby. Yeah. I think it's like around three months from now. May. Three yeah, months, so like three or four months from now. Yeah, and, yeah, and um, that's tight. yeah, we were super stoked, and he's super stoked because he's like, hey, when, he's really when the baby, you know, comes out right from the womb already, he can put fucking little earmuffs so he could come practice with us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to hear all the lovely goodiness of the sounds. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you guys gonna make baby merch then? Yeah, well, actually, we okay. actually made one shirt, one baby baby shirt, and we gave it to Rob, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we made a little baby because he he had his, our neighbor. He's he's really cool. Um, we gave him a little uh, Unsound Sunday shirt and had like the co- the logo of little Cody Buns, my yeah. husky, and yeah, it came out really cool. So we we're thinking of doing like you know baby baby merch and stuff, but um, most likely we probably would you know uh, start making some for for his baby and whoever has babies out there, hit us up and we'll make some custom ones for you, and I'll make something sick for you guys. So we got you guys covered. But yeah, he's 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 having a baby. So. Oh, congratulations to him. Yeah, congrats, Aaron. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, congrats, brother. Yeah, we love you, Definitely, dude. Definitely, bro. But uh, hell yeah. So you guys got. So you guys have a baby on the way. All of you guys, right? Shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I already no. have. Oh, I, have no. I have three huskies, okay, so those know. are my kids. I'm you know? okay. <laughs> oh, I, okay. I got. I got. I got. I got cars, dude. Those are. Those are those my. Are his baby and <laughs> Brian has. I have my girlfriend, but not in the, not in the process of that. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. daily is something else, man. So you gotta pick one side or the other, bro. Sometimes the other side, I don't know, says something else to the next history, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little Tilly Tacker. <laughs> little Tilly Tacker? Oh, yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not at the moment, man. Tilly Tacker Gang. Tilly Tacker Gang. Tilly Tacker Gang, man. <laughs> yeah. But besides all that, yeah, we do, um, you know, we have um, some really cool stuff that we're doing. We took some really cool, awesome, like, um, photo shoot that we haven't released yet, you know? Um, actually, the one that we gave you, they're like, all exclusive stuff like we haven't released anything yet you know and oh you actually was it okay to post all of them then <laughs> yeah 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 no it was cool man like it was really cool because i knew that you were gonna post them so like oh that's cool because now they're gonna see like oh shit what the fuck that looks tight because we're we're all about like nature stuff you know so when we took those pictures you know like we we have a lot of content now that um you need to see like different things and what's coming up for the album and it's really neat to see that um what we're working on you know we're gonna do more collabs with other people, like we were mentioning earlier, and the sounds and tones that we're doing is just wild. Like how we were saying that Brian has a crazy setup, Chris has Mm -hmm. an even more crazy setup, and then now me, 
I'm gonna start incorporating, you know, I have my guitar, vocals, but now I have a, a drum pad and a keyboard. So like, it, it's this fucking crazy setup. Like, I, I'm pretty sure sound guys when we go play, you know, somewhere, they're gonna be like, dude, what the fuck is us? You can't even walk on the stage anymore, you know, like, because you have all this shit. Yep. But we're really excited, like, super stoked, because all the new sounds, and we just like experimenting. Um, so, you know, what's coming up is that. Music videos, too. So, and funny enough, we've been doing my lady and Jasmine, um, Brian's lady, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and even Howie and Andrew, uh, shout out to them, Armando, too. They've been helping us with, like, just kind of do DIY music videos, and if you check them out, we just did every like we done everything you know we didn't get anybody to do we just like hey let's fucking do it because you know we had the, the the technology so let's do it you know let's yeah, try it it's a matter of doing it you know just like straightforward a to b if you don't want to get somewhere oh don't talk so many like negotiating things and arguing clash 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 it's just all right let's just move forward and process it and go yeah you know, let's get it done yeah. that's what we have coming up yeah. oh hell yeah guys well yeah. um also like you guys, uh, yeah, like I said, you guys are been. I've I've been keeping up with you guys, like you know, this, this whole time, and you know, out of all of, you, a lot of bands that I I seen like during COVID and stuff, you guys are definitely were the ones that are like on the top of like every feed that I go on now on Instagram. Wow. It's like nice. I always see Thank you guys you. first. I know you guys are grinding. You guys are working hard, but mm -hmm. you you mentioned that on the new album, there's gonna be. Uh, you know, some like special guests on the album. Anything you can name drop right now, or you, you can't? I don't know. At least that information. Everything's, Everything's kind of like not yet. You know, up in the universe, kind of waiting to see what what they can mix around and drop down here and see what what will work and what will not work. So yeah, we're still so waiting on it's that. A, it's a surprise. It's a yeah. surprise. We just gotta wait. You know, yeah. and then maybe we might drop something soon. I don't know. Yeah, or, it's very, or very meticulous we, kind we of We might question. be collabing with Mike Tyson. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> Just get knocked out like mid-song. <laughs> get knocked out. That punch We're going to sing that, like in the air tonight. Like, the, that's the, his punch is the bass drum. Yeah, that punch is going to be that sound, and he's going to be featured. <laughs> we're going to be like it. the hangover singing the, in the air tonight, and then we get punched. We get punched. That's hilarious. It's like, this is my favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's still a little secret. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, we just leave it as that. Yeah, that's for sure, everybody. guys. Well, hey, thanks again so much for, for coming thanks on. For I'm us. definitely going to have you guys back on very soon. Well, I don't know about very soon, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> soon yeah, I forgot soon I have other guests who are supposed to come on. But, yeah, like. I definitely want you guys back here. Um, Sweet. Maybe you can do it like you said, serenade me in my garage. You know, like like tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow's good. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Right now. Hey, tomorrow. Right now, hey, dude. Hey, hey, right hey, now. Hey, hey, we'll, we'll pack up right now, dude. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, on, we're already on the way. Just like. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, we could get our we're hair done right, right now, dude. Hey, we, we we could use our you know, haircut. You know, we could all get a haircut. Right hey, we'll, hey, how about this? We'll get a haircut and we serenade you at the Ooh. same time. Ooh, yeah. Hey, dude, that's a that's a three for one, dude. You just can't move your head though. You got to play like this. this <laughs> yeah. you know? Move move it a little bit. You go bald. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh shit! You're gonna be right here. And Brian, oh, Brian will cut. do a backflip yeah. for you, free and of charge. And then, and then go bald. <laughs> you go bald that backflip. We want the Caillou All of his haircut. Hair falls off. The Caillou haircut. We want the Caillou cut. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, but thank you so much for having us, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. No, thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate your time, and, uh, You know, but I wish you nothing but success. You know, I'm not even gonna wish you luck because you guys already got. Well, like you guys are already doing it, so you don't need oh, it. Wow. Thank you. No, oh, man. man. We still need. We I love like you, that. man. I Thank like you, dude. We, we appreciate. Wishes. And I hope everything goes well with everything that you're with doing, because you you are a busy man too. So we appreciate you taking the time to even do this for other people. So mm -hmm. if you know whoever's listening out there, you know, make sure. You know, I'm pretty sure they're gonna you know follow you and uh, check you out with your other podcast. Make sure to even after this episode, just keep in touch. And you know, if you have a subscription to your browser account, you know, just log, you know, <laughs> just, just, just sign up, you know. <laughs> I had told you that something about the browser's account. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you punch in, that's the one to if go If you to. punch un, Unsound Tuesday 10, you'll get like a 10%. <laughs> that's exclusive <laughs> content right there. Yeah. 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 No, the, but just, uh, yeah. that's the only fair. That's the deluxe edition right there. The premium, dude. Premium, <laughs> the premium edition. Yeah, thanks again, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Man. Appreciate it. All right, well, you guys have a good night, and uh, thanks too, for, for everyone listening to the, the Disaster Party podcast, and we're, we're done. All right. Peace out. Thank we you love guys. you guys. Peace. Bye, everybody. Peace. Good evening. Cheers. Bye, Bye, everyone. My name is Justin Amon. Thanks for listening to the Disaster Party podcast. See you next time.